If anything, I would do. I would have to do get April and Becky to do a uh, Venture Brothers or an anything podcast. Um, you know, we need more female representation on the network. Right, because as I always say, me and Michelle are the minorities. Right on this pod. On this oh network. no. Um, they have a lady on uh, Profane Arguments as well, Karen. Right. I mean, we're the two people who don't like wrestling. So. Oh, no, I think most of the people on the Profane Argument Puzzle Warrior side don't like wrestling. Right. I was told, because I brought this up at the Bash at the Brewery, and I was told by Tim Taylor, not Tim Taylor, that uh, he has the minority of the soon-to-be-named networks. Oh, boy. Well, he, he could say that. I can't say that. Right, right. So... That's the way those things go. Yeah, but hey, uh, podcast, what's going on? No more podcasts for me. I'm done. Just the three that I do. Right. Yeah, well, you know, you're a busy man, so. Right. And I never get invited on them, so. No, I, listen, didn't, uh, didn't you get a uh, soft invite recently with some sort of Doctor Who uh, thing coming back? Mark Cole, I think, uh, offered me up, so. But yes. I'm not sure what he meant, whether, whether it was when it comes back for her regeneration or the next one when 2023, when uh, Russell T Davies comes back, you know what I mean? And it's right. the new, the new doctor. So we'll see. I had something to talk about on here. I actually had kind of an agenda. You forget already. It's not that I forget. I try to, you know, the, the goal of this show is to kind of be light and chatty and whatever, you know, very loose. Very loose. Um, but I was sad um, to see some of the uh, Jimmy Palmiotti uh, tweets the other day. Uh, which ones? Uh, about uh, how Jonah Hex, the, mo- the Jonah Hex movie, ruined the Jonah Hex comic book. Yep. And that, I... all, like, future and past uh, Jonah Hex things. Pretty much, yeah. He did a, he did a bigger one. A while back, and that's kind of how I knew about it. Yeah. Um, and like it, it really did. Like they had, he said, uh, the like because at that point, I re- I distinctly remember this, and from doing Todd and Joe have issues, it it was issue fifty six that uh, of the seventy issue run that the movie came out at because it had an interview in it and all that stuff and it had two it was one of the few issues to have two like a variant cover 50 had a variant cover and 56 had a variant cover because of the movie but it wasn't like a josh brolin cover or anything it was just a different you know comic cover and uh so at that point they had at least you know because they were six issues they had at least four or five trades out um, of the, the run to push and they went out to like all the major bookstores. Cause you got to remember this is 2000, I don't know, 10 or whatever. So, you know, Amazon isn't what it is at this point. And, um, the movie just fucking fails and the bookstore sends them all back to DC and, um, they ended up getting rid of them because they're out of print and you can't find them. They're pretty hefty price tag for any of the, for most of the uh the uh the trade paperbacks but since then they've never gone back into reprint and 
some of the 70s stuff went because there's some heavy hitter like uh jose luis garcia lopez did some of them and it's like okay these are people will buy these just for the art at least you know what i mean but since then nothing and really they they did do the all-star western um which ran i forget how many issues like 35 or whatever um but it breaks my heart because if it didn't uh we would have got a jonah hex 100 and that that makes me very sad we'll never see that right and i was just trying to i was looking at the list of things right <clears throat> excuse me and um the only looking at the list of the um dc movies you know and uh oh that's what i need to look at and you know obviously your mileage may vary in regards to the green lantern movie which i thought was bad mm -hmm. you know but was it like bad bad the Where jonah hex lost movie? money you know uh, i think the jonah hex movie did lose money right because so that's what i'm looking at is yeah this is just pitiful um i mean yeah, oh boy. Because the only other one that was kind of sort of close. I, so, okay. So, this is why I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Now, obviously, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and Box Office Mojo are your two arbiters, right? Right. Okay. And Constantine, I would say, would be the next closest. It comes out meh, a little bit before. That's 05, which is crazy that it was 05. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jonah Hex is 2010, right? Okay. And uh, I, as I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia of stuff for the extra, like, notes about the things, you know? Right. Like, it'll say, like, oh, nominated for X amount of Oscars. Won X amount of Oscars. Um, oh, okay. You know what? And you know what? Let me look at. I want to look at this one, too. So, obviously, there's a, it's a different time. It's a different everything. Um, so, the... Rotten Tomatoes for Constantine isn't terrible, right? It's whatever. I, I'm just going to say this before we go on. The Constantine movie is a great movie. Yes. It's not a John Constantine movie. Okay. That's my take on it anyway. So the other bad one uh, that I would look at is the Catwoman movie. Okay. that's Oof. These are the four that I'm comparing. The three that I'm comparing. Okay. Right. Now, I think, so So where I was going with this was, as I look at Catwoman, it says not directly based on the character of the same name. <laughs> right. And then both Constantine and Jonah Hex say loosely based on the character of the same name. Mm-hmm. So I'd say you could put, like, all three of them in a similar basket, right? Right. Catwoman... Worse, both uh, critic and audience score than Jonah Hex has. Right. Constantine, like I said, audience score 72, uh, critic score 46. Again, not great. Uh, Jonah Hex audience score is 20. Uh, critic score is 12. Catwoman audience score is 18. Uh, critic score is 9. And that's right. out of 100. Right. A hundred. Now, where the real thing comes in is the money, right? Okay. So, um, Catwoman, and again, you know, take these all with a grain of salt, box office mojo, you know, this is the other thing. 
So, um, Constantine and Catwoman both have the same alleged budget of $100 million. Mm -hmm. Okay, $100 million. Uh, Catwoman, worldwide gross. And again, this is crucial because this is like, you know, uh, this is where, like, things get saved or broken. Uh, Catwoman, worldwide gross, $82 million. Failure, right? Right. That's lost money, okay? Uh, Constantine, $100 million budget. I'm going to just throw out here, domestic gross is $76 million, okay? Mm-hmm. Because when you throw international in there, it's $231 million. Made a profit. Okay. It doubled its profit if you include international. But what yeah. comes into situations there is, this was a time where movies would sell overseas regardless of what the content of it was, mm-hmm. as long as it had a big-name celebrity, a Tom Cruise, a Will Smith, a Keanu Reeves. Right, a bankable actor. A bankable actor, regardless of the quality of the movie, regardless of anything else, you can guarantee it's going to make money because of a star, right? You're mm-hmm. paying for that star for the international markets. And this is like that era, 04, 05, 06, is where that kind of becomes more of a spoken about thing right mm-hmm. jonah hex on the other hand okay right 47 million dollar budget made 11 i believe okay so it's crazy that you know that so it made 11 worldwide mm-hmm. and it's crazy that and again to further break it down it was 10 million 900 xxxxx right mm-hmm. the international gross was $356,000. <laughs> Again, yeah, showing but, but that... But to be fair, it was only released in Zimbabwe. So Right. Like, it, like that's, that's literally being released in one theater, is what yep. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that proves that... Wasn't it... Who was the lady in that movie? The lady? The lady, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. So this more or less was the proof that Megan Fax was not a international bankable movie star is essentially what this was. No no offense to Josh Brolin or whoever that was as Jonah Hex. Fair enough. But they even say that like most of Megan Fox's stuff is on the cutting room floor. Because that movie's only 80-some minutes long, Joe. Yeah. Now, I've never seen it. Oh, well, I know that. People were pushing me to... Put that on your list of uh, never uh, seen movies. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, if Joe has to watch it, I fall into the classic Adam trap. I have to watch it, too. <laughs> but it's 81 minutes. Right. Did they ever do a director's cut of that? I've, I've never seen a director's cut. And do you want me to drop a Jonah Hex factoid on you? Abs- uh, that's what we're here for. It's either we're talking about Jonah Hex or we're talking about Dick Tracy. So, oh, OK, let me stand Jonah Hex. Um <laughs> So I, I've, I've had this, Joe, I've had this tweet bookmarked. Okay. So somebody tweets out. Uh, so it's only, just, you've only had it within like the last like four weeks because that's when you learned about bookmark yeah, tweets. Fair enough. So this comes in handy. Um, and this person is, I don't even know their Twitter handle. Doesn't matter. It's J- Jacob D. Nobel. Um, and he writes, did you know Matt LeBlanc's only producer credit is on the Friends reunion and Jonah Hex? And it has this, like, out of an article. And the person's interviewing uh, Matt LeBlanc. He's like, you had an executive producer credit on Jonah Hex last year. Is producing something you're still interested in pursuing? 
And this is uh, Matt LeBlanc's answer. He's like, the way that went down is so bizarre. When I did Joey, along with that deal was a production deal at Warner Brothers. So I had my own production company, which I didn't really enjoy. If I could go back, I might have looked to develop only projects for myself so that I had a vested interest in the thing and maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But to develop shows just to be a producer, it's a lot of meetings that amount to nothing. And Jonah Hex was one of them. It went away and then it came back after my company had shut its doors, but I still own the rights to it as producer. So I got this credit and fee. I was like, hey, right on, I guess. <laughs> you know. So Joey is why the Jonah Hex movie wasn't good enough because he didn't care about it, Joe. So it was just a meaningless executive producer or producer credit? Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't, like, they gave him the, apparently from the, just a little bit of an interview, they gave him the production company, and he was like, yeah, I'm doing Joey. Like, he, 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 I think he had friends money. He didn't need to really work that hard at that point, you know? Well, he was the only one of the friends that did something, like, on TV post-friends. Either everyone else went, like, did movies or nothing. Right, there were... There, um, the old, I mean, I guess you could say that. I think uh, Schwimmer did some stuff at like uh, the Band of Brothers TV show, yeah, like stuff HBO like stuff, which HBO right. was still in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's the only one that I. Oh, and Phoebe did a lot. Uh, she did a whole a, a whole show with the gimmick that I absolutely hate when you play yourself in a thing. Like you hit a point in your career where it's like they just hire you to be on a show, but you're actually yourself as the character and i forget what show it was okay so you you play a fictionalized version of yourself kind of yes heightened okay yep. so the name of the tv show was called episodes mm -hmm. because matt leblanc like all the friends ended up being on it like uh now i'll say this i've never seen either show but it's essentially like curb your enthusiasm for stupid people Wow. I've never seen either show. Is it that uh, what Curb Your Enthusiasm is? Curb Your Enthusiasm is a show for uncomfortable moments, if you like that sort of thing. Sure. So your wife loves that show. Nope. Never, that's why I've never seen it. I'm like, mm -hmm. I know what this show is. I can't even broach the subject with my wife. I understand that it's funny, but I know it's humor based on uncomfortable moments mm -hmm. that are proposed to be real life. Right. Even though it's like a heightened fictionalized version, um, yeah. But that's so funny that uh, he uh, Joe, Matt LeBlanc was involved with the Jonas X movie, right? Or at least the paperwork went across his desk at one point. Yeah, yeah. So that makes me sad. Now I will say, since he has uh, put his producer cap on and he was heavily involved with a TV show called Man with a Plan that I've never heard of. Right. Okay. Yes. Wasn't he uh, the star of Dunstan Checks In? No. Uh, oh, there was Jason, another monkey movie, right? Jason Alexander was <laughs> in Dust Dunstan Checks In. Matt LeBlanc was in Ed about the baseball playing monkey. Oh, young Fred, the baseball playing monkey. No, no, no. Don't do that. Right. But, yeah, I, I remember, because to me, the only uh, monkey movie is every, every Which Way But Loose and or Every Which Way You Can. So. Mm -hmm. And somebody will probably chime in, orangutans aren't monkeys, but eh, what do I know? I'm not a zoologist.
But uh, so this came up because of the uh, the Jimmy Palmiotti um, tweet. tweet, and I was looking at like oh, you know to get the show notes together. I save everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking that I have here. If you remember, we had in the hopper a couple years back uh, that we were gonna do like um, lower end um, comic book Com- movies. Right, like the TV movie of Spirit, and uh, there was a whole list, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was just like, as I was going through my notes, I saw that on my list, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's uh, still in the, uh, you know, the suggestion pile for next year, you know? Right, right. That's all. Not a problem. But, so, uh, other than that, anything new and exciting? I mean, with the weather, I know you're probably using the pool a lot at 55 <laughs> degrees. Well, um, Saturday we went to Hershey Park. I did see that, yes. And it was chilly there, but my kids still went in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say that I made my wife go in the water, but I refused to go in the water. Okay. So she had to go in the water. Why? Because so she could supervise my son in the water. They don't have lifeguards? That this is what I said. I said, let the lifeguards earn their keep, you know? And, and uh, Joe, like how old is your son now? 10 ish. He's going to be 11 in like October. Um, the way I look at it is he's 10. I think he can handle himself kind of sort of in a pool. And then like, if something goes horribly wrong, yes, which I don't, you know, you have the lifeguard and, or I'm going in as is like, because at that point I'm going to be wet, but my, my son's in, you know, mortal danger. So yeah. Like does she swim alongside him? No, she just kind of like is in the water near him. Mm -hmm, That's and and his friend and his friend. He had a little friend that went with him too. Right. Right. So, like, she was like, they were roughhousing. And I'm like, oh, they're roughhousing, right? Oh, no. The first children to ever roughhouse in the water. I know. I'll keep my mouth shut after that, so. Yep, yep. Nobody listens. Uh, who would incriminate you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, we were there super late. We went to the little diner that's outside uh, Hershey, which was, you know. The food is the highlight for me. I got Nathan's French fries, which you really can't get around the area anymore unless you know where you can. Right. I miss, and we'll get back to that, is when the mall first opened at Steamtown and they had Boardwalk (laughs) French fries. Yes. Oh, that was a good time. Before it closed down, uh, the Kmart over by me, they rebranded their little food court area as Nathan's branded stuff. Right, but it wasn't, right? <laughs> no, no, it was. It was okay. like the official Nathan's hot dogs and Nathan's uh, french fries. Okay. So I would get um, Long John Silver's, which was outside the parking lot, <laughs> go inside, get the Nathan's french fries to go with my Long John Silver's. <laughs> the multiverse of madness dinner for Joe. <laughs> I Listen, if the places are close enough and you could build that dream <laughs> meal, even if it's just a dream for one night, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if you're booking your dream meal, right? And oh, and I uh and then you know what? I have one more thing to close this out with. Okay, we um, have other stuff to talk about too, but while well, right. So I I have one thing I won't forget. So that oh, the, the uh, the, uh, uh great talking on a podcast here. 
Uh, that's why this show is what it is. Um, on our way home, driving on 81, there was somebody coming down the wrong lane on our side. Oh, but you're going the wrong way. Thank yes. you. How do they know what way, where we're going? So we just see the lights up in ahead in the distance. They're in the passing lane coming toward us. So we get over in the right-hand lane. And my wife's like, you really should call, we should really call 911. So I call 911. 911, what's your emergency? I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm on a 81 North around mile marker XXX. And the woman just cuts me off and goes, is this about the person going the wrong way? <laughs> and I said, yes, it is. Did they cause an accident? No, they did not. Not All right, we've, we've already dispatched the state patrol. They're on their way. Thank you. And she hung up. Well, at that point, um, right. you know, she's got, you know what I mean? Like there might be There's someone who's pressing bleeding. matters. Right. Somebody might be bleeding out on the next call. Right. And the information is there. There's not much more she can do. So that's right. fine. Police um, have already been dispatched. Yes. Right. On on one of the last things with Hershey, um, I was actually maybe going to text you to have you build me a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yes. Because you took the picture. When I saw bacon on there, right. I almost speed, speed dialed my boy supposed to. The, uh, the Scotty Pippen of Asriel uh, Action Figure Collecting tweeted at me that he went and got one with bacon and his. But no, uh, we did not get one. It was oh. way too early in the morning for me to be getting one. And then because we had, like, kids and everything, right, right. Um, by the time that we got back, they were closed. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But I was like, oh, I kind of want that. Yeah. So uh, that. And then um, I just have two things. Um, right. I went back to the bank to fix, to get my safety deposit box fixed. Oh, good. And I walked in. It was So they tell me I had to be there for nine. So I went and I got my breakfast and I showed up at like, you know, five to nine, you know, because I know they're not going to open the doors even early to let us in because bank rules and whatnot. So I pull up in the and the the security trucks out there, locksmith, whatever it is, I don't even know. And they're talking. So the, at nine o'clock comes and we start walking for the door. And I'm like, I'm the one here for the the safety deposit box. They're like, okay. So we go in. They're like, which one? I'm like, I have my two keys. And he's like, okay, wait, what's the key? And she's like, we we think this is the key. Uh, we you know like this is the key, but we used a couple other ones. And he's like. Don't tell me you were putting the wrong keys in there. Like you were put multiple different keys. Like you only have to use the, like one key. And he's like, and I'm looking around and all your safety deposit box are the same brand. And it looks like they all came in at the same time. So they should all be this. You should not have another safety deposit box master key. So like he's talking down to them already. Right. Right. And he's like, let me see your key. And I'm like, okay, here's one of the two that I have. And he's like, okay, he puts the key in the master key turns it. Puts my key and turns it opens right up. And he just looks at she's like, oh, all the, the ladies are there. And they're like, oh, and he's like, he's like, listen, when you do this. And he's just like I said, I can't do the disdain in my voice that he had that like he had a, that he had to come out and do this. He's like, you put it in the master key. You put in the other person's key. You turn the master key first. Then you turn the customer's key. You don't do them at the same time, which is maybe what they were doing, but not my job. You know what I mean? Um, right. So he's like, do it. And I said, okay. He's like, so I guess we're done here. I said, uh, we're not done here. And he looked at me. He goes, I got two keys. Let's try the other one before you leave. All right. And he's like, you know what? Not a bad idea. Put it in. Lock, locks it. Takes the key out. Here's my other key. Puts it in. Turns the master key first. Turns my key. It opens up. I said, all right, I'm done here. I'm going now. Home. I'm done here. 
now I'm done here. Yeah, and I and I left, and they ended up talking. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I'm I'm not a part of this. I'm leaving. So I went, and I just feel that they probably. I I'm like, it's not on my dime that I have to pay for these locks. So I'm like, do not give a shit. I'm leaving. So right. that's how that went. And then my second event of the week was my big screen TV died. So, Aww. so I've been watching the shows for our, t- uh, not all of them for the Bane show on my Kindle. So, but I have, I know a guy who used to work at a place who's still, Oh, okay. Him. So we're going to go see about open boxes and stuff like that. So gotcha. But I'm in no hurry, but I did find out about, uh, what do you call it? Uh, interest-free financing through this place. So that changes the type of TV I'm thinking about getting. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's an opportunity that we always do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we did that when we got our fridge. We did that when we got both uh, April and I and Ace's new mattresses. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, was there another, like, big appliance type purchase? Oh, our our new furniture set. Right. Where we bought them, we did like the store credit gimmick. And whether it's like six months, eight months, 12 months, 10 months, whatever it is, no financing, you know, no, uh, like zero APR financing. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll sign up for your credit card because you get a discount by signing up for their credit card. Right. And then you get the six months or whatever it is, no interest. So it's essentially like whatever the cost of this thing is. We split it up six ways, actually five ways, because, you know, it's like one, we'll, we split it up one month less. Like, we're good for the money. It's just mm-hmm. like to get the discount by signing up for the credit card, to get the 0%, so we're not completely out of the, all the money right at that moment. We give ourselves yep. like a little five-month cushion, and then like five months we pay the thing off, six months we cancel the credit card. Yep. Uh, my thing is because I, I found out that, you know, anything uh, under a 1000 is one year uh interest free which we yeah then that'd be a hundred bucks a, like you know under a hundred bucks a month over 12 months then anything over a thousand is two years interest free so i was like i'm golden on whatever tv i get so right. and i did that with uh, my tires years ago um but what it was was it was only a one-time deal so basically i just like bought the bought the got the credit card got the tires and then i was like well i'm never using this credit card again so yeah, Just put it off on the side. And when it comes to open box stuff, um, I, I'm with you. The only thing though is I, every mattress I've ever got, I've pulled off the side of the road because there's still some life in all those mattresses, Joe. And there's some death too, <laughs> right? No, that's the most disgusting. I will never you like you abuse a get anything that somebody's like, hey, I have a couch that I've I have. Do you want it? I'm like, no, I can afford a new couch. I don't know what you've spilled into that thing. Could you boil it first? Right. <laughs> but uh, so what was the last thing that you have, I guess? Oh, so just one did, um, uh, just one other thing here. A friend of mine, Chad, actually had put this out um, uh, as you're talking about, like, you know, we're talking about financing and stuff like this and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, oh, it, oh so, you know, this will actually come back. So the other thing, Hershey Park. Uh, we were there, I think, like last August, let's say, right? And then we're, mm-hmm. we're here this year. The entire park is cashless. That sucks. I'm a cash man. I'm Ooh. a cash man too, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, because like before we left, I go run to the, the the ATM. I got out a couple bucks, so I have a couple walking around money. Nobody, nothing takes cash there. Everything is cards. So they have a gimmick at the park where like you could put cash onto like a temporary visa, right? Right. Are they itchy and scratchy dollars, Joe? <laughs> That's listen. I said that to the guy, and he didn't get the joke. I'm like, all right, whatever. Come on. <laughs> right. But it's more fun. <laughs> right. Do not accept itchy and scratchy bucks. So the gimmick with I'm like, oh, is there a fee like to put the money? Like I didn't have to do it, right? Because like we're like we're fine. I have walking around money, but we also have cards, right? Yep. Um. So when you put the money on the card, there's no fee. So let's say I put a hundred dollars on the card. I have a hundred dollars. Okay. Right. But if I go and I buy something and it's fourteen dollars and twenty eight cents, it right. rounds to fifteen. Oh, okay. Because I know there's been cashless places that love to do the gimmick, that they do the math, that no matter how much, like, you can only put even amounts of money on things. No, you can put a dollar on the thing. Right, no, but I've been to places where it's like, oh, like, you could put 5, 10, 15, 20 on this thing that's only good in this park, but then everything is, like, with, with tax, so you'll never use up all the money. You have to add more, and you'll always have credit, so you'll come back. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. That's a wonderful opportunity that I've seen. So uh, so looking at this other thing about the financing. Um, reminded me of this a couple of days ago. A friend of mine, Chad, was talking that he went and he signed. Like there's a site that you can go to where you can search out what credit cards give like what rewards. Right. Mm hmm. And you could look and say, well, okay, I always shop here, shop there, shop there. So I know that's the card that I would use um, uh, to sign up for that card and use that as a card. He has gone completely cashless. What he does is he found the card for the places that he uses, pays that card, and then at the end of the week or whatever it is, he pays off his card with his PayPal debit card and then he gets another 1% back on top of whatever the rewards he's getting is. Ooh, he's just rolling in it. Yeah, well, again, listen, it all it all adds up if you're kind of doing it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's, you know, listen, this is the now a financial advice podcast. That's right. So, uh, I know what to invest in. NFTs. Oh, not for Todd's? Yes. Uh, I, you know, I can go on for like another nine hours, but this is one I'm going to actually save for wrestling. Um, Good. I might have, a, Good. have, yeah. Good. But this one last thing, uh, her, did you know Hershey Park is having a comic convention in a week or two? They are? Yes. Uh, I'm not that far ahead on my notes for the show. Right. I, it's definitely in July sometime. So uh, come on. I just wanted to throw that out there. So. Um, but you, what so, were you going to say? Last but not least, um, uh, so uh, super secret science job, right? right? For super secret science job, I need to be connected to the internet. Okay, uh, I'm in my office, so my super secret science computer is hardwired into the modem, right? Mm-hmm. However, I always experience like glitches and outages with my work computer. I don't experience them with my phone connected, my home PC, any other device in the house. It's just my work computer. They've done so many troubleshooting things. They can't figure it out. It's definitely something with the firmware on my modem. 
Okay. Okay. But I can't figure out how to uh, do the update for the firmware on my modem. My modem is very old. Now, I could buy a new one, right? And Ooh. I had someone who used to work in an importer-exporter position uh, tell me, it's like, well, you can get this brand brand new Surfshark one for $189 out of the box. And I'm like, no. Let's see if we could download the firmware. So if you know how to update the firmware on a modem, uh, message me. Or if you have a spare $189 laying around. Right. Exactly. Okay. I don't know. See, I'm the technical guy. I could come over and do it, but I'm busy. Right. Well, that's why I wanted to bring it up to you, because you are the technical guy. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to have a weekly purchase for this show. and you're No, say you no. <laughs> I actually have a bunch. Those are for the pot. Those are for the wrestling show this week. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to call in with my weekly purchases. This, this, this. Oh, okay. Do you need the yep. number or no? No, I see a pop up online every once in a while. Okay. I, as long as I don't accidentally call young friends instead. Oh. I'm the only one who's allowed to. Oh, okay. All right, I think that's it then. I think that is everything. I think we've meandered and serpentined enough. Yes. All right, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Uh this was Longbox Heroes After Dark 397. Sure. Coming up that big 400, which we'll do nothing for. <laughs> That's our MO. That's right. All right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Longbox Heroes. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. It's in the show notes. See you next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Network.